0: Hey everybody, this is Mark Richards, the owner of Wasatch Recovery and a proud sponsor of Todd Sylvester's Belief Cast. We are excited to have you join us as we discuss Wasatch Recovery's unique treatment programs for overcoming addictions and techniques for developing a healthier lifestyle. We call this the Wasatch Way. Wasatch Recovery's goal is to instill hope, teach resilience, and help you achieve recovery. Enjoy today's podcast.
1: Welcome back, everybody. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Inspires Belief Cast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today is going to be another episode of our Wasatch Way with Mark Richards. And today we're joined with Tina Holman. Thank you for joining us. I'm excited. <laughs> um, uh, you know, our feed, the feedback on the Wasatch Way has been fantastic. We've had so many people reach out. We have a client here currently that uh, listened to it, and that's why he's here today. So, which, which is really great. He's getting help that he needs. But I want to thank all of you guys for tuning in. Um, And so we have, uh, we're gonna have a great conversation about uh, uh, Tina and her role here at Wasatch Recovery as our experiential director. And so, what I'd first like to ask you, Mark, we've been open what ten years now? Ten years.
0: Ten years. Can't believe it. Ten years. Yeah. It's amazing.
1: I mean, think about that. And that's probably gone by really fast at times, but also slow at times. But I mean, that's a lot of people coming through our program. When you first, you know, you know, got this going, you hired Tina, I think basically almost day one. And why don't you talk about why you hired Tina and kind of what you envisioned with uh, Tina's role here at Wasatch Recovery?
0: Well, to be honest, um, when, when we first started this, we were kind of flying by the seat of our pants. (laughs) And I think we've talked about that a little bit in the past. And, you know, we just wanted to expand the vision of what we saw and how we could help people. And I hadn't known Tina for a long time at that point, but I did know Tina and Mm -hmm. she knew my wife really well. And one thing I loved about Tina was just her energy. Yeah. And, she was over at my house, I believe one night, and uh with my mm-hmm. wife and it just kind of came to me, oh my gosh, this girl could really help us and I knew Tina's background, I knew that she was very active, very energetic mm-hmm. did yoga, all these different things that I thought might be able to benefit just our residents and uh so I threw it out there. Thinking, you know, this could be a good fit and not really expecting a whole lot. And the next thing you know, she said, yeah, why don't I come on over and uh, let's let's do this thing. So the vision was really just to give them an opportunity to get out. And I needed somebody to be able to take them and do these experiences with them uh, that they may not have ever done or haven't done for a while. Or, you know, just giving them an opportunity to see the world in a different light.
1: Yeah, no, I love that. And and really yeah, you you described Tina very well. She's got so much energy. One thing I love about Tina is she cares about the clients in a way that that we we watch and love that because you know, Tina and I we talk about this all the time. The stuff we give and offer these clients is mind-blowing, right? So Tina's not only our experiential director, she's also a certified yoga instructor. So she does yoga classes every day for our clients. And again, you've been here ten years—a long time. And so, so Tina, why don't we turn it—you know—ask you a few questions here and and hear your perspective. You know, you again, maybe pick up where Mark. You you got hired on. Again, we're flying at the seat of our pants. What was your vision when you first got hired on? And then talk about where we're at today and kind of like your role here and the experiences we've had with these clients with what you do.
2: Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely, um, so fun. Um, first of all. Yes, I was at Mark's house and actually his wife was doing my hair and he's like, "Hey, do you ever would you ever think about teaching yoga in a treatment center?" And I was like, "Sure, call me." You know, and I really honestly just was like, this guy is just shooting in the wind. I did not think that he meant meant it and um he hired me basically to teach yoga. Well, um, I'm sure you've all heard about Mark's um, aneurysm. And when that happened, I was like, well, there goes that job. Cause then it was right about the time that we were supposed to open. So months go by and he asks if he can take me to lunch. And um, Mm. he proposed the idea of experiential director. And um, I have a sister who's in addiction and I knew somewhat about addiction. But not a lot and I think it gave me kind of a benefit um, I saw their vision um, they wanted to help people and that's what I wanted to do and um, I also like you said I have a zest for life so I was like I can introduce people to fun activities yeah. and that's kind of how it started um, as we've evolved it's become much more of a program and if you add up the hours in a week um, we have the clients about half of the time and so as we've evolved i love mark hires people that he believes in and he lets you use your talent talents and so for me that was really great because i am 100 percent creative brain and also with my yoga background um i love the yoga philosophy and teaching people um you know, just ethics and morals and values and um, to dream and to want to live again and i love that about the program so it really evolved in the beginning it was just kind of taking people on outings and since then we've hired a rec therapist we've hired more Mm -hmm. yoga teachers we've hired nutritionists mark's let me bring equine therapists in he's let me take the experiential program to any place i've wanted to take it and he's really open to it so um the 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 amount that the residents get to do while they're here and experience is phenomenal. And that's what I've loved is that it did start out with kind of being a, um, you know, let's go on this, you know, outing and let me show you this. But now it's really become very therapeutic and very part of their clinical program.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, you really do take your job and you take it seriously, and you love it. And and that's what's great. And I, w- I want to um, jump on what you said about Mark. What I love about Mark too is he, he hires people, and then he lets us do our jobs the way we would do it. And he supports that. And it's so great because he lets you be you. He lets me be me. And I think that's why we're so good here. Again, that's part of the Wasatch way is that and again, Tina and I, talk. we talk about this all the time. Like, look what the clients get in one week. Where else would they get this? I mean, it's like the, the speakers we bring in are incredible. The stuff, equine therapy, all these different things and stuff. Yeah. And so how, how have you seen that, that that has affected the clients in a positive way?
2: Well, um, first of all, the... Clients get to engage in fun activities. And for a lot of these people, they've been so isolated, Mm -hmm. so depressed, have so much anxiety. Uh, Recently, we had a guy and he was a shut-in and it was so, it caused him so much anxiety to go out in public. So the little thing, the first thing we did was we went to a museum and he overcame his anxiety. And just watching people be able to grow and become more self assured and more Mm -hmm. self-confident and watching just by the activities that we do here. Um, We regularly go out. We regularly go to the gym. Every single day we take them to the gym and they get to work on their motor skills. And, and that's not, not always the best with people that are in addiction. We've had people that have come in in wheelchairs, and we've had yeah. people that that will fall, o- tip over in the middle of group. We've had people fall off their chairs. And right. so for them to be able to become stronger physically and emotionally through these activities that we provide, um, it's just incredible to watch. And I think it's necessary. I think if you sat in a chair, as I see in some programs, um, all day from eight in the morning till four o'clock in the yeah. afternoon and you listen to lectures and you list you filled out worksheets, I just don't think you would get the same benefit that you get from, you know, going to the museum or Mm -hmm. going to a tubing activity and having to overcome your fears. Those little things are things that we can implement in what they're getting from their therapist.
1: Yeah, no, very well said, Tina. So Mark, as you've seen this role evolve with Tina from the time you asked her to where it is today, like you as an owner, how do you see, like how does that make you feel seeing our clients involved in so many things and, and doing these kind of these things that Tina was talking about?
0: Well, one thing I, I always appreciate is not only the opportunity that they have to go do these experiences, but the the opportunity that I get to go and experience some of these experiences with them. Right. And that's so important to me. And I get to personally experience joy with them in a situation where maybe totally uncomfortable. And some of the experientials, um, you know, for each and every person, it's a different opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I love to, you know, y- you see these guys that get anxious and think, yeah. I can't golf without a six pack of beer. Yeah. No, you can, and you can actually enjoy it. So when we're at Top Golf and they're actually swinging the club and realizing they're swinging the club <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah. laughing and joking and, you see the joy on their face and it really changes that mindset and starts to recreate that narrative that we talk about all the time Yeah, that, Oh my gosh, I can actually enjoy this without being lit up. Yeah. And, uh, for me, that's so important. Um, I watch Tina and that energy that she puts into it, um, not only with my residents, but her in her personal life. Yeah, and it's sure. so inspiring to me to, just to see Tina in that role because I know how she lives in her daily life. It is 100% authentic. Yep. And just like you, Todd, I mean, you two are probably my two most authentic employees that I have, and if I can use that word, um, you guys are you. And that's mm-hmm. so important because we teach that to our residents. Right. If you just are comfortable in your own skin and do it your way, then it's then you can do this. And you guys bring that to the table. Um, you know, I I just love that. I yeah. I love I love seeing that. I love to joke about it with you guys. Sure. Um, you know, Tina's fun to to joke with because she's so <laughs> excitable.
2: <laughs> she yes.
0: can get Him hot spicy. She, spicy. she's he spicy means that's spicy. a great word Tina. Yeah. yeah and i love i love the spiciness and my residents yeah. actually get to see that in tina and oh, for sure what i appreciate about that is some people come in and she may rub them wrong at first because of that spice if we want to call it that yeah but in the end they go gosh that girl cares about me and my well-being, and she's not afraid to call me out on it. (laughs) And that's what I, that's what I really, truly appreciate about you, Tina.
1: Yeah. And I agree with Mark totally Tina on that. Um, you know, it was interesting. I was meeting with a client this morning and she brought it, she had her little own personal yoga mat. I said, Oh, you got a nice yoga mat. She said, my family brought it to me over the weekend. And, and she goes, you know, when I first came here, I was like, Oh, we got to do yoga. And I hear this often, like, oh, they almost dread it. But without fail, they do it once or twice. And they're like, this is incredible. Why have I always like, so what it, What are your thoughts on that? Like, why do people are so against it, but yet fall in love with it?
2: Yeah, um, well, in addiction, it's very common to be disconnected from your physical and your, your spiritual and your emotional self, I would say. It's, you're so disconnected that you don't look in the mirror, you don't bathe, you don't have the same hygiene that mm-hmm. you would when you're healthy. Um, and yoga does the opposite of that. It connects you. connects you spiritually, it connects mm-hmm. you physically, and it com- connects you emotionally. So it's very uncomfortable for people. It's uncomfortable for anybody who goes to a yoga studio, but especially people who are so uncomfortable in their own skin. And um, Wendy, our director taught a, a, a group the other day about trauma and mm-hmm. how we store trauma in our body. And yoga has is a way of helping you work that out and to fill yourself in your skin and to move through your emotions feel your emotions, and then be able to sit and be still. And I think it's just one of the things in our world that we just don't do. We're never still. If we are, we're on our phones, mm-hmm. we're watching TV, we're listening to um, podcasts, not to mm. <laughs> not to say anything no, bad about podcasts, sure. but we just are constant. We're never just quiet. And yoga teaches us to be quiet and to feel ourselves and to be comfortable being just being and it's a practice so at first when people come they're so uncomfortable with it but as they do it they become comfortable and all of a sudden they didn't need to take anything they didn't need to smoke anything they didn't need to um, do any destructive behavior that distracts them from themselves and they all of a sudden get to work things out so something that they may be working on with their therapist or with you something that you've brought up with them they can mm-hmm. come to their mat and they can process through it and they can yeah. actually move through it in their in their skin. D, our equine therapist, says to the residents all the time, if you don't do yoga here, you're missing out on the biggest benefit. First of all, we're making you do yoga. Yeah. And when <laughs> yeah. in your life is somebody going to say, get up, eight o'clock, go to the barn and be ready for yoga and and you've got 15 of your closest friends coming with you so you have this community surrounding you and Mm -hmm. you're building relationships with that you're building connections in the room just by feeling other people's energy like you said you like my energy well if they're in a group that's building them up they can feel that energy in the room if they're getting healthier they're feeling more confident and then again it feels it builds strength it builds confidence it builds balance all of the things that we're teaching here but instead of just saying it they're actually physically doing it they're actually physically and mentally and spiritually feeling some of those things happening oh i felt a connection with my higher power on my mat how weird is that i was just quiet
1: Yeah, and how many times have you seen uh, one of our clients just start crying on the mat? So many times. Like, they're happy tears, typically. Yeah. Like, they, because they've worked through what you're talking about, that trauma or whatever.
2: When I very first started, we had a girl come through here, and she had a ton of trauma. And she started crying in Shavasana, which is like a five-minute break at the end of Uh your yoga class and she just started sobbing and I went and got our director I was like oh no what did I do (laughs) and um he's like let her go and he just said we're gonna leave you alone and she sat there for 30 minutes and just cried and cried and cried and afterwards she thanked us and said that was the most powerful thing of my life and she had just worked out some of the emotions she'd been holding on to. Think about how much energy it takes to hold that on to that stuff that when we can finally work through it and let it go, it's just, it's healing. I watch yeah. people heal from it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Very powerful. And uh, just one more thing yeah, on that. please keep going. Um, I, yeah.
2: I bet you I've had a handful of past residents that have gone on and done, um, intensive workshops or done teacher trainings and become yoga teachers because they've loved it so much. Men and women, because they've loved it so much and wanted to learn more um, about it. Um, One in particular, when she left here, this is probably eight or nine years ago, she went and did this big, huge yoga training. Then she went to um, India, then she studied more, but she just Mm. really took that path and that's such a healthy path.
1: Yeah, wow, I love that. You know, so let's kind of shift gears a little bit. We do a lot of work uh, because of you at the food bank, the Utah mm-hmm. Food Bank. I mean, it's something we do you know, every month for the entire year, we've been doing it for years. Talk about that and talk about why that part of experiential is so powerful for our, for our residents and how that helps them in recovery.
2: Yeah, um so we have been doing the food bank for 10 years. We've actually uh won Wasatch Recovery 1 um volunteer of the year and was honored mm. for that and the hours that we put in, they give me our hours every year and it's incredible yeah. the amount of hours because every time we go, we bring 15 people uh, and those are like full-time employees that we're covering that they that the food bank doesn't have to use, but um out of all of our experientials, I'd say it's the one that the residents are like grumbly about. (laughs) We have to go do that. And when they're done, there is not one person that isn't so grateful for the opportunity who didn't feel something, who didn't feel changed. And I get pictures and texts and, um, emails later that they've done it with their families that they're yeah. doing it with their children that they're carrying on that service um we had a kid that came through here um years ago and he actually went in and worked there and um just the amount of change that it does to our soul when we serve other people it just changes us and i ask them afterwards we process um after we do service and we'll say So, did anybody think about using today? And they'll say, no, not once. Did anybody think about, was anybody triggered? I mean, we're in probably the worst part of town. We take them right past the jail. It's just off 33rd South. Lots of people used or have picked up there. And they don't ever mention that part. They mention the people that they help, the smile on the face. When they've carried food into a little old lady's house and just the amount of the amount of joy that they feel in themselves. And again, it builds self self self-esteem. And how do you get self-esteem? Esteemable Esteemable acts. And that's how you get it. And these people are always wondering, how do I do this? Like, how do I love myself? What, what does that look like? You know how you love yourself? You do good things. You do things you're proud of. And they are so proud of at the end of that day. And I'm proud of, of what we've done. Mark lets us do, um, Sub for Santas and lets us do all kinds of things where we reach out and, and help the community. Yeah. And that's, for the first time in a long time, some of these people are giving back yeah. to the community rather than being a burden on the community. And it feels good to them. They don't even know how to describe it.
1: Yeah, no, very well said. So Mark, as an owner of Wasatch, seeing that we're getting, you know, an award from the food bank and, and all these other things that we get to do and, and, and how does that make you feel as an owner when you see these things and and these awards coming because we're actually giving back to the community with our residents?
0: Well, it creates a lot of pride in me. Um, again, there's nothing that I care about more than probably service yeah. in this whole process. Yeah. Uh, the service aspect of recovery is so important and i think we put a ton of focus on that um, i often speak to my residents and encourage them to continue to serve yeah. over and over and over when their mind's not right go serve somebody yeah when you're when you're feeling triggered go serve somebody and you will stay clean if you're serving others. We know this. We've seen this. Yep. And it takes you out of that moment where it's difficult. And it doesn't have to be a service project all the time. It just needs to be something small. Because we know what that does for each and every one of us. Yeah. And not only for us, but for the other person. And it will brighten somebody's day, uh, which is, is validation in and of itself for you being the serve you know the server yeah. um but
2: can i interrupt you yeah. for just one second there um, i think that one of the things that we've noticed here is that when we give the residents an, an assignment to come up with a service idea and they come back to us and i say this you can have this small budget or whatever um that they start to find their community when right. you do something that speaks to you. Like for, for me, if it's like hungry people or for or mm-hmm. or providing yoga for people that can't afford it or for you, it's like speaking engagements and mm-hmm. changing people's life that way. Mark, I've seen him over and over and over again, help people that that don't have the, the means to to do something, and what happens is, you find your community in doing that. Yeah. And um, we gave the residents this one time this this task. We want you to come up with a service um, project. And they did these little, um, uh, what's it called, when hygiene bags. And mm. um, we went and just delivered them to people on the side of the road, but they said in the hygiene bag they wanted to put love notes and it was right around at valentine's day and then we did these other little bags where we put together laundry bags and we put quarters and we put um, detergent and dryer sheets and love notes again and we gave them out at laundromats and watching the residents walk up to somebody and say i have this for you and i remember a resident said At a laundromat, I have this for you, and this guy's like, "No, no, no, I don't need it." And the kid's like, "No, no, no, I did this for you. Like, take this. (laughs) Like, I did this this for you." And the guy's like, "Are you serious?" And he sat right down, and it was a little old man. And maybe he didn't need the money part of it, but the love that he got from that little note where he's they said, "We're in recovery. We're thinking about you." And just watching people's faces soften, just having the opportunity for residents to like think outside the box. That's what Mark provides at wasatch in a way that we can all kind of do this creative program that's not like sit down fill out this sheet of paper and then you know i don't know what's ever going to happen to those worksheets
1: yeah we don't do packet work here at
2: Wasatch. that is definitely not the wasatch way it's changing behaviors yes it's you're never going to change a behavior by sitting in a chair right they they can learn about their behavior in the chair and they can process through those things, but then they turn them over to us and we get to see like their anger come out or yeah. their their yeah. vulnerability come out or something else. And then we can report this back to their therapist and they can continue to work. It's just like this whole program. yeah. Instead of just, you know, here's a lecture. I hope you get this by being sure. lectured.
1: Yeah, I'm so glad we don't do that. And it's, you know, one thing I want to point out and maybe you can talk more about this, Tina. You know, a lot of times we'll take them to a, a restaurant for lunch before mm-hmm. the actual experiential, which is also part of it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these places will serve beer and mm-hmm. and it's almost like they're getting this exposure therapy at the same time. Talk a little bit about that and what's been your experience with that.
2: Yeah, so for a long time in the very beginning, I never asked Mark if we could go out to lunch, but then I was like, I have them during lunch. This is kind of tricky. So yeah. um, I started to feel like, let's try you know, places that serve alcohol, and let's try places that are sit-down restaurants. Because another thing, um, our, a lot of our clients don't sit very well. They are like, <laughs> right. can I go smoke a cigarette? I yeah, mean, I go. I they're go. <laughs> almost done, but just having to build connections, and that's what it's all about. And and Mark seeing the value in that, that we're sitting in a bar, we're sitting in a restaurant that has a bar, yeah. the, res- the residents have had to walk past the bathroom several times, or Mm -hmm. walk past the bar several times, and then having to deal with how that felt, and then talking about how that felt, and being kind of proud of themselves. Um, Only one time did I have a client order a shot of tequila in 10 years. I remember that. (laughs) And that was just this super great opportunity for growth. I've never, in my whole time here, seen the whole entire house. First of all, they were appalled at this guy, (laughs) they had to sit in a group and talk about it for the rest of the day. It was so powerful and at the end of the day, the therapist said to two of the kids that were the most outraged about this guy ordering a drink, he looked him in the eye and he said, now you know how your parents feel. Now you know how your family feels. Mm. And there was no other way to teach these two kids that lesson and I was like, man, what a gift and that's what i think every day here i think you know something goes wrong and maybe somebody breaks a rule at the gym and then we get to come back here and talk about it because we don't want to raise these robots that leave here we don't want to put them through this program and they've never made a mistake and they've you know colored in the lines we want them to be flawable we we are all even me i got into my My um, mindfulness group today, 10 minutes late, and the kid's like, I was about to leave. And I'm like, you must be really frustrated with me. (laughs) And we got to talk about it for a really long time. Turned into a process. And I'm like, wow, I'm a gift to you. Like every time I frustrate you, what a gift. You get to feel frustrated, and then you get to deal with it. And you get to cope without drugs and alcohol.
0: I love that. (laughs) I do too, Tina. I just love that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, and
1: that's great. And I, I love that you point out it turns into a process and we are about changing behaviors that's why you take them out and do these things cuz it would learn no other way right you can only sit so long listening to a lecture or you know again we don't do packet work and that's one one of the things i'm really proud of about this place mm-hmm. we don't hand someone a pack and say answer these 40 questions and come back we don't do that mm-hmm. man this is this place is awesome mm-hmm. and i got to say about experiential and your attitude tina brings such a positive vibe to this place like Like it's fun, like I see you walk in the morning and we're like, hey, hey, and it's just like, okay, the energy just went from here to here. And I know Mark feels the same way. You really do make this place great, and I'm so grateful to rub shoulders with you and and Mark, obviously.
0: Well, we love rubbing shoulders with you, Todd, but I I gotta say the same thing, Tina. Um, Wasatch would not be Wasatch without Tina Holman. I mean, I'm gonna be dead honest. Yeah. Uh, You have created a Wasatch way. that I don't think compares to any other facility in yeah. this area and in this area of the treatment. Um, I would put you up against anybody. I mm-hmm. think we give the best Amen. experiential, um, oh, of far. any facility you, you handle it so well. And, you know the the relationships that I've seen you build with people that are long lasting and lifelong relationships. At this point, is just amazing to me because you do you care as much as anybody, and that's what we're about sure. here. Um, we care so much for these people. It, it means so much to me that you walk in with this attitude that you do, which is a great attitude. And uh, each and every day, uh, we feel your energy, and you know I'm so blessed to have you. I got to tell you. it's amazing
1: it is you know if someone's listening to this right now like a parent they have a son or a daughter or a niece or a nephew who you know whatever it may be is struggling it's interesting this is not really a drug and alcohol program I mean you come here to get off of that stuff but that happens right up front if you want your loved one who's struggling learn to learn about service to do yoga and like you said, Tina, connect mm-hmm. and, and and pass through that trauma that they may have been through and get it out. And to be able to go out and do real life stuff where they come back and go, man, I, I'm a better person because of this. I mean, this is what this program's about. Mm-hmm. Like, how cool is that? So like, cool. I always say this, you know, you know, it's the best university on the planet. Right. Where right. else would
2: you get this stuff? Right. Really? Well, I, <laughs> I I say this sometimes. Well, my husband has this saying that he always mm-hmm. says it's good to be Tina, and so <laughs> I'll send him a picture, and we're um, we're at you know the Cliff Spa. Yeah and we're teaching residents to like appreciate beauty. Mm-hmm. And I can think of one guy in particular who's like looking at the view, he's on a treadmill up there and he was like I'm never using drugs again. Yeah. And I know it changed him. And I mean, what other place is going to let you do that? I mean, we've been to haunted houses, mm-hmm. we carve pumpkins, we go on hikes, we go I mean, I can't even Boat, we've been boating, to, rafting. Boating, rafting, I mean, but but even um We've been to concerts where yeah. we've been to operas. We've been, we we had a a gal that um, she was in the she was a musician and they did this orchestra for us. And I mean the residents in their life, we've had private concerts for us. Um, Michael Franti yeah. um, made it possible that we could come and at to Red Butte and do a private concert, and our residents were just balling balling Balling. but i really honestly say that i say that every day i'm like i get to do this for a living i mean every now and then i'm like the residents need a pedicure i think (laughs) and you know that might be self-serving sometimes (laughs) but i think they can get something Mm -hmm. out of everything for sure but but again we do hard things too We, we make sure they're doing service um I would say anybody who came through our program would say volleyball was the number one thing that they got out of our program. Yeah. Um, watching yeah. adults play a team sport, maybe for the first time, um, or with our sober softball, watching the, the pride that comes with that, watching yeah. the excitement to be part of something, to be included and whether you're good or bad. Um, we had a guy that came through here that ran to third base his first hit
1: that's right I remember because that. he had
2: never played <laughs> softball in his life and then the other residents just cheering for him but that community is important and it's key like you said if you had somebody out there listening and they were like you know you know i'm worried about my child i'm worried about their depression their anxiety their isolation those things um this program teaches you new behaviors. It teaches yeah. you a zest for life, to believe in yourself. Um, what Todd teaches people, that your mind gets to choose, mm-hmm. that, you can, that you can choose these thoughts that you're right. putting in your mind. Um, what we build here is your self-esteem and your love for yourself. I think that's the number one I, thing I see. When I see people leave um, that love themselves again, and find that self worth, yeah. those are the people that are changed. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And it's great to watch that, right, Mark? Oh, man. When they I'll leave like you know.
0: that. Yeah. We've talked yeah. about this all the time, you know, to be able to come in on a Monday morning each week, yeah. see how they are through the weekend, mm-hmm. and to be able to see the progress and see how they've applied the week's, you know, yeah. um, processing and all those different things, and to be able to come in on a Monday morning and see them excited to jump right back in is is an amazing feeling each yeah. and every week for me. And uh yeah. to be able to come and share that with not only these residents but with you guys and yeah. with all the employees. Um we're very passionate. Yeah. We're very passionate about what we do and that's what I take so much pride in is we care so much to see how these people do. Sometimes yeah. a little too much, but that's okay. I'll take the too much absolutely a heck of I'd a rather lot more. lean more that way. Always, right? yeah. I'd rather care too much than not enough. Yeah. And uh and again, you know, I think that this is such a vital piece of recovery, Tina, and you've done such a great job yes. 10 years and, uh, and you're not leaving anytime soon. Don't you dare we get her for at least another 10 years (laughs) (laughs) at least yeah she's
2: i'm a grandma now so i don't know (laughs) uh, how much more volleyball can i play well you got
0: more energy
1: than most grandmas than i've ever met i'll tell you that right now that's
2: that's what's really cool (laughs) is that we really did start with very little um substance and we've just grown and grown and grown and the experiential side of this we have probably 10 employees under that umbrella that that come and participate and that we're we're allowed to continue to keep having the nutritionist we have a full-time rec therapist who's fantastic amazing who brings so much to our program we have um other yoga teachers. We yeah. have massage people that come in. Yeah. We have, I mean, it is, it is amazing what this program has become and how lucky we are. Another thing in the very beginning, Mark said, you know, all we need Tina is um, testimonials. That's what we need. We don't have that yet. You know, we Mm -hmm. we, we're three months in, we just need testimonials. And I remember the first few people that graduated our program and and actually resident number three is one of my very close friends and he just got 10 years. And, um, he, he said his goal when he came in, his wife was pregnant and he said his goal was that his child would never, ever see a drunk dad. Mm. And she has never seen a drunk dad. And, um, even though that baby was born with him being in treatment, it was the best investment he made on his life. And I just think how incredible that these people will change their lives, will do something different. And um, anyway, it's just a testimony to where we, how far we've come in this program. And I'm super proud of it. I'm super proud. of. I remember Mark wanting to build this barn and I was like, that's a barn. How are they going to do it? A building and a We're barn, a horse's stall and they right just now. believe. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm looking around your office and all the places it says "believe," and I think that's the thing: is we just really believe. Yeah. We believe in what we do here. We do. We believe in it. 100%. And I would send my best friend here. I I I just really believe it works.
1: Yeah. No. Very well said, Tina. And. Folks, this is why the Wasatch Way. We're different, and you guys might think, "Well, you're saying it because you work there." I've been in this industry for 32 years. You know, I've been around the block. There is nothing like this place. And if you, if you are listening to Tina's words and what she does here, if you wouldn't want to send your loved one who's struggling here, I don't get it. This place is amazing. And again, if we're not the right fit, we understand that too, and we'll find a place for your loved one. But please reach out. And so, Mark, we say this all the time, like if people want to get, come up and take a tour, meet Tina, meet me, meet you, or whatever, what's the best way for them to reach out to you to, to get the process going if they want to bring a loved one here?
0: So really the best process is just reaching out, making a phone call. There's two numbers that you can call. You can call the main number, which is 801-901-0024. Or you can call me personally, and I'll set it up, and I'll come and meet with you. And my uh, cell phone number, just so everybody knows, it's yeah. 801-898-7778. And people are welcome to call, and uh, we'll get you up here and, and tour you around and show you how we do it on the spot. And I think that uh, if it's the right fit... Um, you can't, you can't, not love it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, thank you, Mark, and please reach out to him. He he gave you his personal cell number. Tina and I can attest that he'll answer every phone call. If he somehow misses you, he will call you back. That's one thing that makes you different, Mark, than most owners. They won't even answer a phone calls. You can't even get a hold of them. Mark's here every single day, and he's always here. Uh, you know, supporting Tina and I. And Tina, um, thank you for being on the show today. You're awesome. We love you. Thank you. Um, we care about you. Any final words you'd want to say before we wrap mm-hmm. it up?
2: No, Um. I just, I I feel honored. I feel um, so grateful for a job that we get to do that we love and that we feel passionate about and to rub shoulders with you, Todd, and Mark and just, I mean, I, I can name so many people I, oh. that are so important around here. Um, but to be able to, Do what we do and do what we love Um, my favorite is on the weekend we ask the residents we're like how was your weekend and they're like long (laughs) because they are being taught to be bored and we always say short and we're like we just know (laughs) we just know how important loving your life is and we want them to feel the same way and we watch them we watched that light ignite in them and mm-hmm. that's what i've seen today is i saw our residents that are like we played pickleball all weekend yeah. we played volleyball we watched some great sports and i just see their zest for life coming back and it's just i'm so grateful for the opportunity
1: yeah well, you're one of the reasons why this is the best university on the planet. Thank so you. thank you for being here, thank Tina you and Mark. So much. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Dottie. Folks, another uh, episode of the Wasatch Way. Please reach out to Mark. We love you guys. If you have anyone who's struggling and you're not sure how to even break the ice to them about coming to treatment, send them this episode. I mean, how would they not like go? I would look into that place after listening to Tina and Mark. And, and so thank you guys. Thanks for uh, supporting us. We love you. And until next time, guys. Thanks again, guys.